Dean, as we mentioned earlier, you certainly create a lot of controversy this week, but I think the positives out of this, and you know me, I'm a half full glass bloke, I said at the start of the show, the conversation has started, and I think everyone can learn from what's happened in the last week. I think mistakes is an incorrect term to use, but we can all learn from what's happened and potentially make Pride Round bigger and better next year. Let's get the thoughts of Mount owner Scott Penn, who's been good enough to join us this morning after a week of controversy, and Scott's on the line. Scott, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Hey, thanks for joining us, Scott. And is that a fair way to, to start this, this interview by saying that what has happened, at least if you look at the positives, it's created a conversation around this topic, which hopefully people can embrace and or at least understand better going forward? Absolutely. I think, I think you were spot on with your comments uh, just then, Ray, in terms of I think mistakes is the is the wrong term for it. I know that uh, you know, it's been deemed that management got this wrong, but look, we we really were celebrating everyone in league. That was that was the intent of it. Um, it was it was never about sort of isolating anyone in the community. Um, we wanted to have a conversation. We wanted to make sure we were uh, you know as inclusive as we could possibly be, and and that was the intent. Look, the the end execution in terms of how it was portrayed, um, you know, may obviously caused uh, a massive media storm, which was never our intent. Um, this was a celebration of inclusiveness; it was never intended to to divide. So, I think uh, the end result, um, in terms of how how it played out, was unfortunate. But I think, as you said, you know, we're we're confident that at least we've opened the conversation, and and are very hopeful that. Going forward, and in 2023, we can we can talk about how we can really make it even bigger. Mm. Scott, you're as a club uh, was seeking inclusiveness, which I think we all applaud. <coughs> Given that, I assume then you would have to accept the views of those seven dissenting players. Oh, absolutely, Dean. I mean, I think uh, you know we respect we respect everyone. I mean, that, that you know, I think if we potentially we we could could have. You know, from a naming and narrative point of view, we we could have called it a respect jersey. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think that that I think that we could have, but but to be honest, uh, when we first sounded out, you know, management and particular, we did include fo- the football department in that and football management, and and they signed off on it straight away in terms of the the concept and intent. Everyone in league, but I don't, I don't think anyone thought it it um, it could be you know taken taken the way it has been um mm. but nonetheless we're here so in terms of going back to the to the seven that you you mentioned we totally respect their their religious beliefs um you know i think if, if we had more time um you know after your article on monday it obviously created um a, a narrative that that we had to deal with that put them in a difficult position mm. so i think we then we only had 24 hours to name the team um, I think given more time, we would have been able to find a solution. But but the 24 hours, I think, made it very difficult for us to um, to work through a solution that could work for everyone. Yeah, which so, is a good, good point, isn't it, Scott? People have overlooked that. You had to name your side within a day of this whole thing sort of erupting or blowing up, which did put the club in a difficult position. Hey, Scott, we had um, Peter Peters on earlier, and he... Um, uh, revealed that the players are meeting this morning pretty much off their own bat to discuss this issue, probably amongst others, uh, amid some reports of division in the club. But I think 
what the Seagulls showed on Thursday night with their spare parts team, if I can use that expression, um, if that spirit, if that, if there is division in the club, there's also a tremendous spirit there because they were fantastic. So, are you aware of today's meeting and what are you hoping might be the outcome? Yeah, look, I mean, I'm certainly aware that the playing group is, is getting together, um, and uh, I wasn't fully uh, across the exact timing. It was either today or tomorrow, but mm-hmm. but. Um, Look, it's really important that everyone gets together and and just talks it through. Um, I don't. There's not a deep divide as, as has been reported. I think there's um, some frustration in terms of the way this all played out, and so I think. But I think what the the boys showed on Thursday night, they, that courage and determination and spirit is going to put us in really good stead for the next five weeks coming into the finals. So, you know, that I met with, I met with the. This, well, I met with six of the seven. Josh was injured, so he he wasn't training. But I mean, I spoke to him um, a little bit later. But you know, they they're very determined. Um, they were put in a difficult position, and and we um, there's absolutely no hard feelings at all. It's now it's about and and as I discussed with them at the time, your focus now is on Parramatta. Um, mm. Don't you know? Don't worry about tonight. You guys just get out and train and get and start start your focus on Parramatta and they, they were incredibly determined to, you know, make sure that they contribute as as much as they possibly can over the next five weeks um, to put us in the best possible position. So, you know, I think we will see a, a, a very cohesive team for the next five weeks. Um, you know, as as you just mentioned, you know, the, the, there, there needs to be a bit of a clear the air session, um, you know, which is perfectly normal in these circumstances and and that was either going to happen today or tomorrow so it's um pleasing to hear that it's it's on the cards yes scott i found it interesting when zorba said um the meeting today uh there were no officials going to be there no uh, coaching staff no des obviously you're not going to be there it was player initiated so clearly you know as you said they want to clear the air yes exactly i mean i think that the um that's I can't speak for them to be fair. Um, you know, but you know it was an emotional week, and uh, you know I think it was difficult. You know that the circumstance put everyone in a difficult position, so it wasn't. Um, and it was unforeseen. Let's be real. This this was an unforeseen circumstance. We were we were actually we couldn't be more proud of the initiative in terms of everyone in league. So I don't think it was ever intended that we would be here and as you know as you both know you know when these circumstances happen and and you know there's significant media attention the the pressure is on and as we've seen this week everyone's got an opinion um so you know and and you know the the seven were very clear in their in their view and and their religious beliefs and we totally respected that um they've certainly copped it from certain Certain circles, um, and that's unfortunate because you know we we um, didn't didn't ever want to put them in that position. Um, yeah, Scott, I might just read you two paragraphs from uh, Buzz Rothfield's column this morning, and I'll get your thoughts. The player boycott, he writes, at Manly could prove costly for veteran coach Des Hasler. Hasler has a clause in his coaching agreement that he needs to make the finals this year to trigger an extension. Uh, I realise, obviously, contracts are you know, confidential, but can you just enlighten the fans as to 
where the situation is with Des, please, Scott? Oh, look, I mean, Des has a contract for, you know, as long as he wants, really. I mean, it's not, there's no, there's never been, um, it, it hasn't been about, um, you know, putting pressure on or otherwise. But I guess, you know, the, the fact is that um, when Des came back to the club, we, we, um, we didn't, you know, I think modern day contracts for coaches and, and players, you know, if you sign sort of four or five year contracts, um, and then you have to have a difficult conversation. It's a, it's an extreme impost on any club to have to pay out that contract. So, you know, I think it's, you know, I think you guys have employment. Con- we, all, we all have employment contracts that potentially have, you know, three or six months notice in them. Um, and that hasn't been the way that that coaching contracts have been. They've been sort of fixed term contracts. So we just, you know, I, I'm not going to go into detail, but but we have rolling extensions, if you like, um, and there's automatic, you know, but there's, there's automatic renewals based on based on performance. So it's it's um, you know it's a sensible contract, really. Um, and but at the same time, you know, Des is there for you know as long as he wants to be, and as, as long as he's performing. Hey, Scott. Um... As we said, there were some positives that come out of this, and one of them I thought was one of the moments of the 2022 season. I'm not a Mounting supporter, but when Zach Fulton moved onto the sideline and ran onto the field on Thursday night against the Roosters, we were watching from a fair way away in North Queensland, but you could feel the energy around the ground, and he was terrific. I think he got involved in the first four tackles he was on the field, but seeing someone like Zach Fulton and that name, Fulton, Running onto the field again at Manly, they were great scenes. Oh, they were! It was absolutely brilliant, right? Mm. I mean, I think you know, for Anne and the Fulton family, it was it was just magic. Um, but he also, you know, he absolutely, you know, proved himself. He ripped uh, in, didn't he? As an accomplished yeah. player, he, he yeah. was yeah. super aggressive. You know, he he brought he brought some upbeat energy that we needed at the time, and wasn't afraid to get in amongst it. So I think that look. Yeah, absolutely. There were seven guys out there who um, may not have got that opportunity anytime soon. So, you know, you have to, and they all did an, an, a wonderful job. You know, you, you, all of them stood up and, and um, did their best. So, you know, I think given given the circumstance, given they've really only um, been together since, you know, Wednesday uh, from a training point of view, mm. um, I think it was an, a remarkable result. Um, and so, yeah, but we, you know, Zach has a very bright future and, and we're excited for him. Scott, all this drama, for want of a better you term. You Dino. <laughs> which I created. I've given Scott another couple of grey hairs. Are you banned hairs. from Manly Parramatta Friday night? I reckon I've given Scott about a million grey hairs over 15 years. Sorry, Scott. I, could, I was thinking about that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Is oh. he banned from Friday night's game against Parra? When Scott? I see you next, I'll bring a little bit of a chestnut rinse to wax through the hair. <laughs> exactly. Uh. But, Scott, it just comes down to this, doesn't it? You did the right thing. You wanted to do the right thing. You wanted the club to be portrayed well, and it just came down to players not being consulted. That's the bottom line here. Who knew? Who didn't know? All this other side drama is fine to talk about, but it just came down to that situation where players who should have been told weren't told, and if they were told, we wouldn't be here right now. And I'm not on a witch hunt now, Scott. I'm just trying to merely point out that had that been done, that one simple act and it could have all been sorted? Most likely. 
Yes. I mean, I think I think in terms of um, look, I mean, we don't normally, you know, with with jersey designs, you don't normally get players involved. It's just it's normally a commercial decision. And look, from a due process point of view, we did. Also, the commercial team did raise it with the football team or football department, and they signed off on it. So the football department, like, they did know. So the football department did know. Yes, okay. did, absolutely. So it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't as if this was done without consultation. So it was done at con- with consultation within the management team. Um, and and to be fair, look the the way it was positioned in terms of an everyone in league jersey. I don't think anyone thought that it it was going to be controversial. Um, and so it got, signed, it got signed off by the football department. Um, Des wasn't, wasn't necessarily across it, but it did get signed off. So, so I think you know, it's hard to blame the commercial guys if it gets signed off. Um, now, could the football department have gone deeper? Absolutely. And, but no one's... But once again, this is not a witch hunt. This is, this is um, a, a review in terms of what can we do better next time. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, no one... <laughs> Wanted to, no one wanted to have the negative publicity that's potentially come to the club this this week. But we also will cop that on the chin, on the you know for the positives, which is we still wanted to push inclusiveness and diversity, and that message is now clearly out there. And hopefully, the game can learn from how to do it the right way and make it fully inclusive of all clubs next year. Yeah, absolutely. So how many, well, before you go, yeah. Scott, how many grey hairs have I given you? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> Zorba's given you a couple too, no doubt. <laughs> and his family. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well, Scott, can we end on a positive for the many listeners out there? Um, they're always looking forward to Friday night. This is going to be a huge game against Para, home game for the Seagulls. Well, season on the line really can manly win absolutely i mean this is you know we're really starting our finals football now to be mm-hmm. honest um you know we we've got you know we know that we've got to win at least four out of five possibly all five so you know we're we're really starting to play finals football now so it's going to be an exciting game on friday night everyone get down there it's um you know we we're hoping it'll be a sellout yeah, it should be. Hey, look, Scott, you really appreciate you coming on and explaining the club's position, and um, you certainly uh, explain exactly how this situation came about, and everything is easy in hindsight, but importantly, um, people have learned from this, and I think it'll. the conversation has started, and Dino's smirking at me here, Scott, so something's coming. What is it, Dino? No, I've just Googled the chestnut hair rinse. I'll bring some down oh, Friday night for you, Scott. <laughs> I knew something was coming, Scott. <laughs> hey, look, Scott, appreciate it, and the best of luck for the rest of the season. Terrific. Thanks. Thanks, Scott.